1: Fam. Hello fem fam Hi. We we're just talking <laughs> about June gloom in LA and yes. how wonderful
0: yeah, not if you wonderful. guys are here in L.A. right now, like, what is going on? And if you're not in L.A., if you're, like, on the East Coast, like, where we're from, and it's beautiful over there, like, I know what's going on? Over it.
1: It's hashtag over it. Why? I know. My mom's like, it was a beautiful day. Or, like, at least for, the, like, over there, they commit. It's, like, mm-hmm. thunderstorms. Like, yeah, bring me the thunder. but Don't, like, leave me in this weird, like, moody overcast right but kind of cold but then but like 85 like, for two hours of the day yes like- <laughs> yes and then you're like sweating and like you're like wait i wasn't ready for this i overdressed or underdressed you just don't know like do i bring that throw-on sweater cardigan or- i know right like yeah anyways we just had to vent i had to vent about it <laughs> it was like it's been giving me some feels yeah like like our topic today <laughs> that always gives us that? the feels yeah, I know. <laughs> yes our last topic for the season
0: oh editing my gosh.
1: <laughs> we are at season two y'all I know. I know how exciting um editing that has been a wonderful fun journey um for me at least mm-hmm. especially i've kind of taken on um the role as our editor for some of our projects that we shot, like the shorts that Mm -hmm. we did and we... (laughs) I don't, I'm like, can we not talk about desert flowers? But I mean, we have to just for a
0: minute because that was our first thing. Like, I know we've mentioned this a few times, guys. Like, we took on this huge project, which is, I mean, it was only a trailer, but like, it was a huge undertaking huge. as our first project. Huge. We decided to edit it ourselves, which we have set aside and not returned okay. to. No, yet. it's it was
1: just like cringe fest. It was like the first time I ever. Okay. On top of like, yeah, huge undertaking mm-hmm. as far as like what we were filming. Again, western horses, wranglers, craziness out in the desert. Um, but then to like take your first stab at editing mm-hmm. ever, yeah, I'm just like, mm, mm. <laughs> it the, was a the, lot. The colors weren't working, and then like the. And then we got someone to color correct, but he chopped off. Like the yeah, framing he did the framing wrong I mean, and and, yeah. and then it's like, oh, we I'm supposed to adjust that, but I have no idea how because to me, it just looks like everything was chopped off, so i don't I don't even know, but that was like my first stab, and mm-hmm. then, um, and Tessa, of course, like was along the way, like we we work well together, just kind of like checking in on mm-hmm. the photo and that's kind of like it's it's nice to have like a person with you checking the images because like after staring at the screen for a while oh my god girl,
0: i was like i'm going blind like i don't <laughs> know how you can edit for hours
1: because like three hours max
0: i am done my eyes are just i can't see the colors anymore <laughs> like, people that color correct for a living god god bless, bless you. <laughs> you and
1: your beautiful eyes i mean i so once i started getting the hang of like so okay so just back it up we we, I use um, Adobe Premiere Pro, mm. which I highly recommend. If you Google, it is one of the top editing tools out there. That's mm-hmm. fabulous. We do pay for the whole Adobe Premiere suite. So um or just yeah the whole cre- adobe creative suite my bad which is about, around around 60 ish dollars yeah. including tax something like that um but you can buy like just single apps i don't know what to call it but like let's say you just yeah. wanted adobe premiere or photoshop you can buy those separately or even like a bundle of like 3 mm-hmm. So just in case if any of you guys are out there start starting to step into those waters, mm-hmm. um, you, you have options of what kind of packaging you can choose. And then, I mean, there are still tons of other editing apps. I just I really do feel like Adobe Premiere Pro is the best.
0: Yeah, um, I hear a lot of good
1: things about Final
0: Cut, too. I think that's like up yeah. there with Adobe. I think those are probably the two main pro- like professional editing software, you know.
1: And um for color correcting um i'll get into it too um da vinci resolve mm-hmm. they have a free version but it definitely doesn't go as in depth as the the paid for version mm, of course <laughs> which we didn't we we've messed around with uh da vinci um because what's great about that da vinci resolve you can um kind of transport the footage from adobe premiere into da vinci and then mm-hmm. vice versa so if you really need to get in there to color tweak i hear they're just it has a lot more um finesse there
0: yeah because something we learned too like i don't know if da vinci is compatible with final cut or not but final cut and adobe are not compatible so like if you have you know if you're working with someone to edit something and they have one and you have the other
1: like you can't do that (laughs) (laughs) like there's no (sighs) i just i think i just did a project with that there i think there is but i it's mean like you, limit, s- you can't like use that
0: that you, file that format cr- yeah. that file format mm-hmm.
1: you have to convert it into like an xml file or something and now it's which just, then you're like yeah. losing
0: resolution and there's all those issues along with that yeah. but
1: i mean yeah. I, yeah it's just you google my friends.
0: yeah google all the technical <laughs> stuff because it's it's not even worth us listing like i will forget it like, Right? You know? Ex-
1: yeah um but there are yeah exactly there are mm-hmm. other options um i mean back in my iMovie days I mean
0: yeah honestly like if you're doing something super super simple and you don't want to like get into like super professional editing all you need to do is chop some stuff together do a little like iMovie is fine I mean I do like all my self tape auditions I edit on iMovie you know like something like that it's totally fine and it's super easy it's actually it's easy to learn like the basics of editing if you start an iMovie you're like oh okay this is how you chop things together and edit sound and this and that like you get a handle for it before you get into you you know the big leagues
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um and then i would say and because davinci resolve has the free version i think if you want to step up and get some like something a little bit nicer i mm-hmm. would i would um definitely check out davinci resolve um and there but i just there's some tools that i've just gotten so used to in premiere pro mm-hmm. like um the like overlays and the timing that you can set to get clips to kind of fade in, fade out, Mm -hmm. like all those inner workings of it, I've really enjoyed. And um, not to get too technical with you guys here today at all, because I'm no expert, um, but everything that we've learned, like any technical words
0: that we're using that you don't understand, we literally have googled like we know something we want to do and we'll type it into google and it won't be any technical terms it'll be like how to fade out and And let something dissolve i don't know like and we're just describing what it looks like we don't know what it really means you know and then
1: you find videos there's mm -hmm. so many
0: tutorials that's
1: how we learned most of the stuff we know oh yeah youtube like there's so many youtubers who've gone into explicating explanations not all of them are (laughs) English native (laughs) but you'll get the gist and there are a lot of great tools so it is possible for you to learn how to do this stuff and of course it's just by trial and error and Mm -hmm. practicing and having much patience because yeah like once I started getting the hang of things like after a while I'll just like be boom 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 and um and it's like not It just becomes second nature. Yeah, but um, yeah, exactly, Tessa. Like what Tessa was saying is just Google it. If you just don't know, you you they'll literally like there will be a video
0: of their like screen. You know, they will walk you through. You'll see where all the buttons are. Like it explains all of it. But I mean, if that even seems really intimidating to you, like. You can hire a professional. (laughs) I mean, that's what they're out there for, you know, and it gets expensive. But, you know, at the same time, especially if you're doing something that's, you know, a longer short or feature or something that you you know that it's too much for you. Like, go ahead, spend the money on someone that knows what they're doing and they can get it done quickly. You know, I mean, it's worth it.
1: Yeah, I would. If you don't know what you're doing, I wouldn't say go do your feature, like, mm-hmm. but definitely hire someone for that. But if you got like a little clip, short thing, promotional, and want to take a stab at it, mm-hmm. I think that's a less daunting thing because you'll lose patience quickly. Yeah. I mean, like, even our trailer was like a lot to handle. Now I, I can like, I feel more confident to go mm-hmm. back and like tweak things, but. To start, it was like, oh my god! And then when you have a really slow computer like mine, oh my god! If your computer isn't top of the line, it's slow when it comes to editing. Even when it is top of the line, if you don't have the, if you don't have the top of the line and the extra cylinder, I'm saying it wrong. I feel like Mike would know what I'm saying. processor, processor, thank you. (laughs) Um, In technique, he's got it. He's um, I. Uh, yeah, I the, the, that, the processor and the things, it just, you, it's going to be slow because it just takes up mm-hmm. that much space. Um, but it does help even, it, it, it does help having fast computers. So yeah. I'm actually investing towards um, a n- new MacBook Pro. Um, if you're an Apple fan, MacBook Pro is rated one of the top uh, computers to use. But there are other ones out there. Mm-hmm. I just, from from just if you want something mobile like me because I like work with Tesla a lot yeah I mean because you really want a nice big screen too so eventually I'll invest in that but um it just I for something f- that works fast and I can take on the go MacBook yeah. Mac Pro and if you're in LA like we are
0: there's a lot of post houses out here too I mean if you are interested, message us and I'll recommend some to you Ooh. that I've heard about. Um, but, you I'll know, there, places there. That, yeah, right? but there are places that, you know, you can either go in and use their hardware to and their software to edit or hire your editor to go in and do it there if they don't have all the equipment themselves. You know, I mean, any editor is probably going to have, you know, Adobe or whatever on their computer. But if this is a bigger project again and they need a faster computer and bigger screens or whatever that they don't have. You can go to a post house. They have all that equipment there for you. Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure there's places other than L.A. that have those. But if you're here in L.A., there's a lot of them.
1: Right. Right.
0: And, and if you are hiring an editor, by the way, um, our guest on this topic we found from a site called FreeTheBid, B-I-D dot which is a database of female filmmakers. It's female directors, editors, colorists, correct. writers,
1: I think. I think so too. so it doesn't span
0: like every kind of filmmaker Mm -hmm. but you know like the big ones um and they have like a lot of girls on there it's a really awesome tool like i found some really cool people on there
1: yeah yeah and they give you like their reels are on there and stuff Mm -hmm. so you can see their work and like get to know if that's your vibe right um because chances are when you're like going for choosing the right editor for Mm -hmm. you there there should have maybe some sort of I mean, it's not a hard rule, but like a lot of them start to get like a style sometimes. Yeah. I mean, a good editor though can really do anything that you ask them. Yeah. I but mean, it's something to keep in mind. I think we'll go over with our guests like the kind the right communication. Yeah. On like how to get the look you want and how do you phrase that. What do you give them? Color scheme, all that stuff.
0: Yeah, because I feel like, you know, any editor is going to know how to use the software. They're going to know how to edit something together and make it look professional. But, you know, if it's an editor that, say, the majority of their work has always been horror and you're doing horror, you know, like they're going to know how to achieve that like dark look that you want. They're going to know how Mm -hmm. to do, you know, the choppy whatever if you want that. Or, you know, like if you, if you watch someone's reel and see what their style is or what their experience is in and, you know, you're trying to narrow down and everybody's the same price. So how do you choose? That's a great way to choose is to go with the person who knows the genre you're doing. You yeah. Know? Especially you... with like documentaries. I've heard a lot of people say like documentary editors. It's like a special skill.
1: Oh, totally. Like, you know, who, our guest. On, yeah, our on guest guy. Show. Yeah.
0: She had mentioned that. It's I mean, yeah, it's all. Again, they're going to know how to use the software no matter what, but where their experience lies and where their tastes lie and stuff like that can really. Oh, yeah. Play, you know, I mean, role.
1: in the in the pro level world mm-hmm. of things, you have someone who just focuses on assembly cuts. You have someone mm-hmm. who just focuses on color because those are roles that you really like just some people have a better eye mm-hmm. for. And that's their sole skill. Like that's what they just do day in and day out. Um but a lot of times you're, if you're independent filmmaking over here, <laughs> you're going to probably want to, you know, just hire the one person, to do the whole thing. Yeah. Or you're going to take on the role sometimes like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the the reason why I also like, I mean, I, I can't wait to give up some control one day. <laughs> um, but I like as a, you know, creator storyteller, I I really found a beautiful, fun way through editing Um that that aligns long aligns with storytelling mm-hmm. and how how much of it it does shape the whole picture yeah I mean yeah. The, the, the pacing when you're doing the assembly cut and I mean you and I have learned like okay we got a chop 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 over here and mm-hmm. then it's like nice maybe that this is a little longer it's, yeah. it's like really it's become a, like a really fascinating world and space for me to start to explore and mm-hmm. like the I've I really liked just forming a story with these cuts because they're yeah they're just images that without you know setting the right mood and the music and the colors it it can all just fall very flat. Yeah. Well, it's like our other guest this season, Matteo, was saying
0: like you know when you have a picture, yeah, you're gonna edit it. But it's there regardless. When you have a film, it's all these clips. It's not there until you edit it. You know, Mm -hmm. like editing makes the movie.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they like gypped that, um, that, what's it called? Uh, Like from the Oscars, that category. That's what I'm going for. And I was like... I mean, I think that was
0: that one of the ones that they like moved into during the commercial breaks or something. I remember something I controversial got about rid of that. It Did they get rid of it all together? together. That's insane And I was to me. like,
1: I could be wrong, guys, but I'm pretty sure because I remember being like, what? Yeah. Like, that's now now that I know so much more about filmmaking, mm-hmm. the entire process, I'm like, like, dang, these these are genius people like yeah. making the shit like happen it's wild too like
0: i've i've made it a point now when i go to see movies in the theaters to sit through the entire credits i'm like all those people deserve (laughs) way more credit than they're ever gonna get you know what i mean like i don't know i just think it's it's kind of nice to like sit through and like you know whatever pay the respect yeah exactly (laughs) yeah but like there's like the Marvel movies, for instance. They're huge mm-hmm. movies, right? And there's mm-hmm. like twenty people in each category of editing. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's insane how many people and how much effort and time and everything goes into those kind of movies. Into any movie, but especially a big one like that, you know?
1: And then let alone it kinda does make the movie. I mean yeah. everything else is just like icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Um here, you said something that I was gonna gonna say. Um uh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> we'll come back but, to we'll, it. We'll
0: come Um, But I think, too, like, sometimes, like, how editing makes the movie is what we're saying, right? Sometimes, you know, you do all your filming you think you get all the shots you want and everything or you run out of time and don't get all the shots you want but then you see what you have when you you know pull it up on adobe and sometimes it totally changes where you thought Mm -hmm. you were going to go with a certain scene or maybe the whole thing who knows but you know you see what footage you actually get and then editing it together could totally change some things i mean that has with us with desert flowers i know you
1: know yeah you you got to make it work and sometimes it can make things better than you expected it Mm -hmm. to turn out to be. You're like, oh and but it always helps to always shoot more than you think you need. Get all your coverage guys. It's really important. Yeah kind of going off of that too I think
0: something that we found is very important if you are editing on your own um, especially if you have a lot of like individual clips of footage um, is to really organize all of that before you even dive in you know like go Mm -hmm. through your clips and pick Mm -hmm. your best takes and you know label those or delete the ones you don't want or you know however you want to do it but like really organize and label and all that stuff because then when you're actually pulling them into adobe or final cut or whatever you're using it makes it so much easier you don't have to search through you know 30
1: clips to find the one take that you want exactly that's so yeah that's actually a really great process that we always establish mm-hmm. right before we get into it because yeah. you're like okay yes i don't have to like now watch all these clips mm-hmm. as a that just does don't do that to yourself yeah <laughs> and
0: um, I mean, like at this point with our films, you know, Carolina mentioned she's kind of become the editor for Femme Regard and it's like, okay, we'll both sit down together. We'll pick our favorite takes of everything. And then I'm like, okay, Carolina, here you go. <laughs> it's yours now. And, you know, I'll check in and like see what she's doing every now and then. But yeah, again, that's kind of just the very first step that you really need to take, especially if you are working with other people like we are, you know, if there's multiple directors or producers that are part of the creation process, whatever it is, like, yeah. that's the step to be like, okay, what is everybody like? okay, now it's the editor's job,
1: you know? Exactly. And, and just leave it. I, I think the director really then goes back and forth. And then afterwards, they're like, okay, producers, mm-hmm. do you like it? Because you don't want too many voices in at once the entire time. So I like that you said that because then you just, it's, you know, yeah give the people to whom you trust. That's why you have them working on it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to badger the editor, like nonstop. So yeah. that's no fun either <laughs> um
0: well do we have anything else to say on editing or should we jump into our inspo
1: um oh yeah i i, I guys just just take patience don't be <laughs> hard on yourself and and pay attention to cuts in movies and stuff, and yeah. like different oh yeah genres. Just like note how they kind of what kind of cuts they're using, mm-hmm. like and just start to take note. And it's been really fun now to like you said, I, I that's probably where like watching films. You were talking about the credits, but I I like in general just like yeah. noticing oh like this color looked a little sloppy here. (laughs) No, I'm actually surprised you do now. I'm like, oh, Ooh, those shadows are like peeking over there. (laughs) Um, but no, in general, like just the cuts, I think are, can really be something you learn the pacing through Mm -hmm. films and, and like even count the cuts. Like it's kind of interesting to see. Um, I know there will be blood. I think there was like so many, like, um, I think there was a moment in that film where there were like no cuts. Like I think the mm. very opening. Um, So it's just really, it, it really establishes a mood. So it's just yeah. ha- like, you know, as you're entering in that world, it's always great again to, to watch and take in and, and see what's already been done. Great. Yeah. You know, as you learn. It's like,
0: once you're a filmmaker, you never watch movies the same again. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. You can't just sit and enjoy a movie. You notice, notice all, all those things, <laughs> things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I'll go into the inspo of the week. So something I've been doing fun on my personal Instagram page, which is mm-hmm. Carolina. It's about like the state Carolina, but don't you ever call me that. <laughs> underscore Lolita 08. Um, is I like to post some writing tips in my stories and a lot of great inspiration that I get for those or you know, that I, I copy onto it or you know, post onto it is from a site called medium.com and it's just a website, a platform for, um, people, I wouldn't say, well, they kind of are like blog posts, but Mm -hmm. they, their articles, blog posts on so many different subjects. So you can narrow filtering your search to like writing Mm -hmm. like I did and like, you know, whatever, I'm sure there's great filmmaking I've just been like in writing mode for mm-hmm. the project that Tessa and I are are coming up with next, and so there's just so many great like yeah topics. It yeah. Literally, you, though, you can go from psychology to like, like economical yeah. shit. So it's it's a really great resource. So for great for inspiration. So mm-hmm. as we we talk about inspiration at the end of every one of our personal episodes here, mm-hmm. um, so I just wanted to share this great one because it's on writing of course like I said I'm focusing on that but I think it's also a great like life <laughs> you can take this into life and and so this is um written by shout out to Barry Davret he's become one of my favorite follows mm. and um so he's talking about like this ta- I mean this article is the quote unquote other destructive self talk nobody talks about which again, you can go deep, goes <laughs> deep into life. And um, so, this is what average, average writers, average people do. And he said average writers write when the mood strikes them. Average writers learn something and never put their knowledge into practice or test it in the real world. Average writers let reject, rejection break their commitment. Average people look for shortcuts, blow minor risks out of proportion, stop after the first rejection or failure. Average people do enough to get by and then coast. Hmm. Hashtag not me. Hashtag moving on. (laughs) Um, What do superstars do, Tessa? Tell me. Superstars take reasonable risks. Superstars keep going when they fail or face rejection. Superstars never rest on their past success. So I just like love that because um, I mean, he goes into this article like, you know, changing the voice in your head, change your behaviors. Um, I, I'm right now trying to challenge myself to, um, you know, push my myself out of, yeah, staying comfortable, mm-hmm. like really going out there at out my comfort zone to, to achieve. And I feel like that's when you really, when you're like yeah, rubbing, I don't know what I'm, I'm trying. There's like <laughs> a, there's an idiom for this, but like when it, when it like, when you put yourself in uncomfortable si- situation, even mm-hmm. if it's like, oh my gosh, for acting, it's like improv yeah. or like comedy, like, you know, doing stand up for the first time, like putting mm-hmm. your challenge yourself, take yourself out. If you're a creative, yeah. like put yourself out there. It doesn't even have to be like, you know, for writing per se. And I think beautiful things happen. You'll be surprised. Yeah. And, and just... there's
0: some famous quote. I don't know who said it, but it's, I think it's like, the most growth happens right outside your comfort zone.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gandhi or shit. No, I don't. <laughs> Jesus? Jesus Christ? Um, Quote by Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I think as a writer, um, just to tune it back to writing, you mm-hmm. know, don't, like, don't just settle for, okay, this was an okay script. I'm going to let it go. by. Okay isn't ever good in any situation. Totally. You always got to just like even in in editing like Mm -hmm. okay I think that looks okay well that's what other people are gonna see they're not all dumb deaf and blind (laughs) (laughs) I mean there are sometimes I question the movies (laughs) and films that made but you know I respect because I know Mm -hmm. how much the craft you know goes into but yeah it's just guys shoot for the stars
0: for real do it you'll make it um But yeah, that's I like that little inspiration for writing. And so So
1: medium.com, guys, it's super great. This isn't like a promo thing, but I (laughs) I really enjoy that site. I think there's some really great inspirational stuff that you can find for yourselves. Fantastic. Or you could just tune into Femme Regard or my Instagram, whatever. We'll inspire you. you. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No need to go anywhere else. We'll inspire you.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next time with our guest editor. Thanks for listening to FemRegard Regard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea.
1: We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout out on the show. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.